This is Audio Shelf, a place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. We are Brad and Brittany, the voices in your head. Welcome. This is the zombie apocalypse. (laughs) (laughs) Is that creepy enough? I mean, I just laughed, so (laughs) I don't think so. So, this is our Halloween episode. That's lightning strikes. So, we are very excited because Halloween is my favorite time of year. I mean, I just like the cheap candy. I love candy, but I love dressing up and I love all the scary stories and all the scary movies and all that crazy scaring kids stuff. Crazy, wily activities. (laughs) So, today we're going to talk about the audiobook World War Z. Get nice and creepy. Uh, and the author is Max Brooks. And the narrators are Max Brooks, Alan Alda, John Tertoro, Rob Reiner, and a whole ton more. So many more. I mean, seriously, the Wikipedia page is like two columns long. Jeez. It's insane. Uh, and we don't got time to name all them people, but if you want to know all them people, go to the Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. And the publisher is Random House Audio. And it was released on August 30th, 2006. It was lasted for six hours and three minutes. The genre, of course, why would we be doing this at this time, is horror, adventure, and war. Yeah. So, yes. So, take us away, Brittany. Tell us about this book. So, World War Z is about uh, the zombie war, which almost completely took out the entire world. With the zombie virus. And so um, in this, Max Brooks, who is the author, and he approaches the subject matter as if this actually happened. Oh, my goodness. And so he is interviewing people about their experience throughout the zombie apocalypse, basically. And so he travels to villages, cities, small places, big places. He travels everywhere in order to get the stories of these people. Is a really interesting approach to a book because mm-hmm. it's interview based. So Max will ask someone a question and they will answer and they will give their take on it. And that's why there's so many narrators is because there's so many stories mm-hmm. throughout the thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting that it's a historical fiction. Mm. I, I just find that so mm-hmm. intriguing. Yes. So you might notice that I'm agreeing or mm, I have, I'm questioning because it sounds like I didn't read the book. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this is going to be an interesting one. This is Brittany v. Brad. Yes. Right now. This is uh, <laughs> the ultimate, the UFC of audiobooks exactly. right now. So Brittany has listened to the audiobook and she has loved it. Yeah. I, I absolutely swear by this book. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the first two hours of the book. And I stopped. You couldn't even make it through the whole six hours? I it's couldn't. six hours long. I couldn't because it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. You're a negative Nancy right now. <laughs> and sorry for Nancys in the world. <laughs> I know a lot of Nancys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, I just, I am intrigued by Brittany's passion for this book because. You should be. <laughs> I was just not passionate at all, which is why. I, and I never stop a book. I never stop a book. And I just, I couldn't get into it. And I will have to say, this was actually the first audiobook that I attempted to listen to 
I was like attempted and failed. Attempted and failed, and that was this was actually the book that made me think: Do I like audiobooks? I'm going to audiobook shame you. Oh my goodness! So, you know, I was given this, and and I liked, I like, I got this book because I just downloaded this app, Overdrive, and you got to go through all the books and see what's available, and it said new available section. Click a book and rent it out. So I clicked it, and it said World War Z. And, of course, the Brad Pittstein movie was coming out. <laughs> so I had to listen to this book. That just made my life. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, I got to listen to this book if they made a movie about it. And I turned it on and I said, what is this? And then I ignored it for a half hour. And I said, oh, my God, we're still talking about this. <laughs> and then I just, you know, what? I said, never mind. I'm not into this audiobook thing. And so I turned it off. So you tell me about what you liked about it. <laughs> well, I liked basically everything. I mean, hmm. this book was so cool. I mean, the tone and the breathing of all the narrators was pretty much spot on. There weren't any narrators that stood out like a sore thumb. Um, I found it interesting that the author was also in the book himself. Okay. Being the interviewer. Yeah, so I didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get that at all. <laughs> Because you didn't give it a chance. You listened to two hours. I know, I know. I, I, I didn't get... I mean, was he in the book, the whole entire book? He's asking the questions. Oh, my goodness. So I don't he, remember the question format. I, I thought it was journal entries. No. Oh, my goodness. It's not. It's people talking about their life and about how their loved ones died because of <laughs> zombies. <laughs> this is real life, Brad. I don't know why I'm laughing. Because <laughs> you're heartless. <laughs> So anyway, I found all the narrators to be fabulous, especially when we got to the Alan Alda part, because I wasn't aware that Alan Alda was even in this book. I wasn't either. So, <laughs> yeah. So when we got to that part of the book, which I think was probably, uh, how, how long did you listen to this book? Two hours. Just two. I think it was at the two hour and one minute mark. Oh my goodness. That Alan Alda comes in. <laughs> so you missed him completely. And I'm sure I didn't even listen to it for two hours. <laughs> no, probably not. I just think I returned it at two hours. <laughs> Well, I can tell you, all the narrators in this book were, were fantastic. They did, there weren't many voices to it because of that interview style format. Mm -hmm. So it was basically just, there wasn't a need for voices. They mm -hmm. didn't um, retell dialogue very much at all. They didn't go through, Claire said this and Judy answered with this. Mm -hmm. And then a zombie came up and was like, ah! See, like, that's what I was looking for, though. I listened to the book kind of wondering about the zombies and why the zombies happen and whose loved ones turned into a zombie. And I'm pretty sure they covered that, but just... It was the post-post-apocalypse. It was after the outbreak, and it was after the outbreak had already started to be cleared up mm -hmm. that this interview process started. Mm -hmm. And so there wasn't a story to it in the sense of the stories that we normally listen to. So it was a very unique so book. I do have to give that credit. I mean... That was a difficult thing to kind of do in a book, let alone the audiobook. Mm -hmm. Did they have accents? Was it different cultures? It was different cultures. Interviewed? It was, it was throughout the world. So the outbreak started in a certain country and he goes to that country and he interviews like certain people that were there, certain doctors. Mm -hmm. And then there's uh, another, another place, another country where there's like refuge mm -hmm. from it. And he goes there and he interviews the leaders of that. And mm. not necessarily the leaders that we know today because most of the world was eradicated mm. through this. So they have new leaders, new members on boards, 
everything. It's just really interesting how he quote unquote travels. I mean, I'm sure he just wrote it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting how he didn't just focus in in one area. He focused on the entire world. Mm. So I think what Max Brooks needed to do was find the country that the zombies started in, build a wall around it. I mean, this is a huge problem. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see why you didn't finish this book. <laughs> well, I would like to point out that the reason why Max Brooks didn't build a wall is one, because that stupid idea. And two, because this was already solved. Mm. Oh. This is him going back and, and reflecting on a time when there was, there was. The, the presence of the zombies and how this all happened and how it all moved to a point where the world could rebuild hmm. and how the world was uh, was functioning after that. Because it's really interesting how he comes up with the functionality of the world post-apocalypse basically mm-hmm. post zombie apocalypse so so talk to me there's i mean there seemed to be a lot of narrators so tell me how that reflected with emotion and how that kind of spoke to you well since it was a historical fiction documentary mm-hmm. type of novel the emotion was really in how these people retold their stories so there's children that are recounting what happened to their families that are now adults and there's military men that are talking about their experiences which are really interesting i think those are the most exciting parts of the novel are Mm. the military aspect of it Mm because i find that really really intriguing Mm -hmm. i mean they they talk about their struggle a lot and while there's not this kind of crazy quality of like where you can hear their crying in their voices or anything like that it still has a lot of emotion with their with their recount of how they survived. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of them have PTSD from it. Mm. It's just really interesting how they still captured emotion with it still being a documentary, almost. Mm. See, I feel like I missed out. Yeah, what did you think of the emotions? Um, so, I think there's a lot of emotion. <laughs> You're trying to draw out your sentence to make it. Yes. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just found it, I think, didn't it start off with a scientist? I'm trying to remember if it started off with a scientist and they were just kind of, I don't know, boring me to death. It does start so, off with them them going to the ground zero. Okay. I mean, I I, I guess it did, I didn't get to that point. I didn't experience all the PTSD from it. And I think I was reading a different book. I, I think, think you were. And I think that's the problem. Sometimes you go into audiobooks if you don't know about them. Sometimes you go into them expecting something else, yeah. and in reality, it's something completely different. Yeah, I think you were looking for a story mm-hmm. from, like, one point of view, maybe multiple point of views. Yeah. That didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. I think that all of this, for me at least, obviously, mm-hmm. I think the interest and the world building of this post-apocalyptic world... Uh, was really well done in mm-hmm. the way that the narrators did it. I mean, Max approaches with a question to the people that he's interviewing, and then he just lets them go. And he interviews them, goes through their story, and then will just listen to them, which mm-hmm. I which I think is great. And, of course, with this many voices, mm-hmm. you would think 
that there's a lot of people that could lack interest in their reading, but there really wasn't. Mm. I, I didn't find one person, just like emotion and the pausing and the transitions and the breathing, I didn't find one person that stuck out like a sore thumb that was missing the memo that they were supposed to be into mm-hmm. the story. Like, they all were very yeah. invested. I wonder if they got out of the recording booths and the studios and they were, like, looking around, looking for zombies. Right? I mean, like, oh I imagined I imagined them all almost sitting in a circle together. Like, that's mm-hmm. how I, I kind of envisioned it because they all fit so well together. Mm-hmm. And so it was really interesting. And I did love certain retellings of the history of the World War Z mm-hmm. more than others because I agree there were some that were boring. Mm-hmm. But there's one, and it's the Battle of Yonkers. Yonkers? Yonkers. Yonkers, New York. Um, oh, Yonkers. Yeah, Yonkers. Uh, that's really interesting. I think that part was my favorite favorite part of the novel. Hmm. Would you listen to it again? The whole thing or just that part? Battle of the Yonkers. I would listen to Battle of Yonkers all the time. I think mm. we did rewind it and listen to it again because it was really? so interesting. Yeah. Hmm. That is another positive thing about having all those narrators because... It's nice to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Your snappy little note. <laughs> So with our with our reviews, we do little notes back and forth, and after Brittany just like laid it all on about her enjoyment of the emotions and all this stuff, I'm like, hmm, it's nice to hear that. <laughs> that sounds nice. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I have the word "not" in capital letters, <laughs> but it's just it's it's. I think it's nice to get all those perspectives about such a traumatizing and real experience for those characters in the book. And I imagine that the narrators would be invested in such a story. I mean, you would think, but with so many, there's a possibility that they could not. Yeah. One can slip up. Yeah. I mean, you found the beginning one boring. So maybe for that, yeah. he slipped up for you. Exactly. But for me, it got me in. Hmm. It hooked me. I was just confused. <laughs> and then because <laughs> each chapter, this goes into our transitions discussion, each chapter began a different person. Mm-hmm. And so I think I was distracted because I felt like I missed something from the last chapter. I was like, oh, my God, did that guy's story finish or am I going back to it? Do they ever go back to them? Because I think that's what made me kind of turned off by the whole thing is because the scientist story started and then another woman started and then another person started. I'm like, wait, where did the scientists go? So they don't go back to certain narrators that I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember them going back. And pretty much when, you know, the scientist part ends, his interview is done and it moves on. But the transitions that I like are because he will ask a question and then the person will answer, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then that's rude not to. Right. And then that will start a new section in that part that was asked about so the transitions they are done in a way that is constantly flowing together and previous stories will incorporate with other stories in the future mm-hmm. but they don't repeat the narrators hmm. see I, I didn't give it time to give me to go back to have that like the military story kind of build mm-hmm. so yeah another check off maybe, uh, maybe you should have yeah another x for me another isn't it x <laughs> That's like like 25. <laughs> People are just going to say that you win because you're sassy and snappy. Well, <laughs> and they're going to be yeah. like, we feel bad for Brad. <laughs> He's still bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I felt like there was just so many characters and I got lost. So, but with, with all those different perspectives and characters, did you get a clear picture of 
the novel in the totally. six, I mean, six hours is a quick time. It really is. And I was actually surprised when I saw that it was just six hours long. I was like, I kind of expected that to be 18. When, yes. When you sent me the details about it being six hours and three minutes, I was yes. like, I thought it was like 18 hours and six minutes. No, it's less than a work day. <laughs> but back to the clear picture. I think I did get a clear picture because there's so many narrators and Max takes us to so many different places in the quest of documenting the zombie apocalypse that I got more than a clear picture. Mm -hmm. I could see the places that had this thing happening too, even though they weren't described. They weren't physically described because it wasn't a story. It Mm -hmm. was an interview. Yeah. But I still which got makes sense. Great... Which makes sense when you say the word interview, you expect the audiobook of this to be a lot better than the actual book because when you're reading an interview, you're kind of putting your own voice in it and your own thoughts about how the yeah. person is. But the audiobook was doing that. It was giving that, you know, accent or that culture or, you know, just that different voice from them, them characters and it was giving it to you so you don't have to do all the work. Yeah. Exactly. And I really don't think that I could read the physical book, Mm. but we'll get to that later. Okay. All right. The six hours, it was nothing. Poof. Yeah. It was, you kind of slow blink and it's still, Mm. it's still playing, but it's almost there. So maybe you do two slow blinks. Um. Um, So did you think it was too long mm. or too short? I think that's... What you were saying about the narrators, the fact that sometimes you wished they could have stayed in on some narrators for a little longer, yeah. I think that's the reason why I stopped so early on is because I wanted more from this particular person. And when they cut off, it just moved on to the next and it was, all right, moved on, next. Yeah. And like, you know, a grocery store line. And so I was like, okay, all right, moving on. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the main reasons I stopped. So... It was definitely too long for me. (laughs) (laughs) And you're probably one hour and 15 minutes of listening. Exactly. (laughs) So overall, what did you think of the audiobook? I thought it was great. I think I keep repeating myself at this point, but I think it was really, really wonderful, wonderfully well done audiobook. It had me on the edge of my seat for an interview Mm -hmm. because it was going through the history of this zombie apocalypse. Which usually I don't like zombie stuff. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I listened to this, partially because of Sean, was surprising. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, because you don't don't like scary things. No. I despise scary things. I don't like Halloween. For all of the reasons that Brad Mm -hmm. listed. Mm -hmm. World War Z was just not for me. Because I also am getting kind of tired of the zombie phase. With Walking Dead... And just movies about zombies. And I think zombies are just getting real overrated. Well, what's interesting is that this came out in the dip. Yeah. So what's kind of cool is that this came out at the time when zombies weren't that big of a deal Mm -hmm. anymore. Yeah. I mean, you had like the 70s and the 80s where like everywhere there was zombie movies. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of dipped out of it. And then, you know, World War Z came out. And it's an interesting concept. Really, really cool Mm -hmm. world building. And then I feel like late 2006, early 2007 is when the zombie things came back. The Dawn of the Dead remake. Mm, Oh, yes. All of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, See, when I think of zombie movies, I think of, you know, scary movies. And 
I think of running around, jumping around, jumping from bushes and slicing and dicing and biting and fighting. Yeah. Think of that kind of zombie stuff. And you're, I you get, you're getting like worked up right now. And I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get any of that from World War Z. Okay, well, if you would have gave it a little bit longer of a time, <laughs> you would have. Because there's like really cool part about... Okay, uh, all right, all right. Uh, oh my god. This one part you would have freaking loved. <laughs> because it was like a bunch of celebrities. What? In a, like, a Big Brother-style house. No. And they were filming themselves, and just crazy, crazy things happen. Oh, my And you missed all that. I love Big Brother. Yes. <laughs> you missed it all. Ah, oh, I'm hitting my head right now. You should be. You mm. should start listening to the book, like, right now. You're probably <laughs> not. Right. Yeah, I'm probably not. But I will, <laughs> I might listen to that Big Brother part. <laughs> I mean, that's the cool thing, is that... I think that you can pick up any section of the interview process yeah. and listen to it. And mm. it's a really interesting that's, thing. That's another thing. I that think I've said interesting. interesting about 45 times. And I just years. repeated you're interesting. Yeah. But I think it's interesting. Let's trade interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, how did you listen to this book? I listened to it on a road trip up to Boston with Ooh. Sean, and which is about an eight hour drive. Mm. So we got through this in the six hours that it took us. Wow. Um, we started our drive at like 10 p.m. or like midnight. Oh and we God. drove we drove overnight. So okay. it was completely dark outside when oh. we were listening oh to my this. Goodness, I love it. So I kept looking out the window, being like, the zombies, the zombies are hugging me. But it was just my own <laughs> reflection in the glass. <laughs> so so I, I mean, for me, I would not have listened to this at nighttime, but it's a perfect Halloween, mm. Halloween audiobook. Yes. All right. All right. I mean, I think Brad mm-hmm. obviously has different opinions. So when I did listen to the parts of the book that I listened to, I was definitely driving my commute. At that time, it was like a 30 minute commute. So another that was another reason why I didn't like it because of the interview th- process. I, when I'm listening to that, I want to finish it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to get out of my car and and get back in and say, well, I forgot what that guy was saying. Let me go back. Right. And I think that was another reason why I kind of got lost in. Yeah. I would definitely say if you have time to listen to this book full out, just the entire yeah. thing, do it. Because mm-hmm. it's it's a great read. You don't have to speed it up. We didn't speed it up. It was a great adventure for us. Hmm. Now we know how you listen to it. How would you suggest our readers or listeners? Even though I did not like listening to it in the dark. I definitely suggest that people bring up that ambiance of the darkness and the scariness and the spoopiness. Lightning flash. Yeah. Just go for it. Mm. And the cool thing is, if you can listen to this on a road trip up north, you can pass Yonkers. Yonkers? Yonkers. (laughs) So we passed Yonkers when we were listening to the Battle of Yonkers. So You were there in the moment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. So it was cool. We like witnessed the zombie fake gopalypse. Hmm. So audiobook, actual book, or movie? Okay. This is one well, movie. Well, well, I have some grievances with that with that movie. Ugh. One because it doesn't follow anything in the book. Of course. At all. Of course. They take some like romanticized ideas from the book, but then it's completely stupid. They gave it. One hero, which in the book, everybody's a hero. Mm -hmm. Everybody is the hero in their own interview process Mm. because they solved and they did different things for the zombie apocalypse. 
So the fact that Brad Pitt gets to run around in his tight-fitting shirts mm-hmm. and his long, greasy hair. And his pit and stains. His, and his stupid machete and his pit stains. <laughs> I hated this. Mm. Like, I hated the fact that they made a movie and it wasn't even about the book at all. They just took the title. So if we were to do a bonus episode, this would be a total movie mess. mess. <laughs> <laughs> I would kick this movie probably over a field goal somewhere. All right, all right. From where I'm sitting. Well, for me, so so wait, would you say we just trashed the movie? <laughs> oh, <laughs> so would yeah. You say... <laughs> Don't watch the movie at all. Listen to the audiobook. I can't honestly say that I would buy the actual book just because I really liked the audiobook. Okay. I was exposed to that first. I like that. So mm-hmm. I would stick to the audiobook. All right. For me, I would never vote for Brad Pittstein. Thank God we agree on something in this um... episode. <laughs> <laughs> so I will, for me, I will say... The book, the actual book. Okay. Just because going back to that idea of I want to finish the interview or, or journal entry, or what I thought at the time was journal entries, but um, I want to finish that interview in one sitting mm-hmm. and not have to kind of risk the chance of having to get out of my car or having to get up off the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Such a hard life. Uh, oh, also, can I point out one more thing with this movie? Sure. I know I have trashed it. Interesting, fun little stupid fact is that Brad Pitt's production company bought the rights to it, which is why he's the hero in the movie. He is never a hero. Team Jen. Yeah. Yeah, Always Team Jen. For everything. Anyway, shelf it or shove it, Brittany. I think I would shelf it. I think you know my answer. You're gonna you're gonna shelf it. I am gonna shelf it. Not I'm gonna shove it. (laughs) I need to make room for actual zombie books. You're rude. We hope that you had an amazing time listening to this Halloween podcast. Spooky. Spooky. Zombies. (sighs) Well, show us some love on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And please subscribe to our iTunes and Stitcher. (laughs) You have a better cackle. Thank you. All right. We will... Chat with you later. Bye. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Clean his pit stains. Clean your Brad Pitt stains. Your shirt's yellow. Gosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> the pit stain. Yeah, he sweats a lot. It, I okay, get it. Okay. I get it. So he anyway. He has smelly armpits. <laughs> he probably does. I feel like he doesn't use deodorant. <laughs> In that movie, he especially looked like he went like four to five years Ugh, without bathing. That beard. Anyway. the Team Jen. Team Jen. <laughs>